Welcome to Friend vs. the Podcast. This is Wendy and this is Shiko. Before we get into anything, uh-huh. uh, please follow us on Instagram at Friendvas Podcast. Yeah. We'd really appreciate it. And tell your friends to tell a friend and, you know, that kind of vibe. Exactly. Actually, now that you say something you you want to say before we continue. So, the last episode was about uh, concerting. Yes, this, yes. this one thing <laughs> that I forgot to oh say. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> And in and now that I have started writing notes before we go to the studio uh-huh. or my living room, basically. <laughs> uh-huh. So when we went for um, um, everyday people at Alchemist, uh-huh. um, where Bass was doing a thing, and then Boutros was part of the lineup. Uh-huh. So this thing he does where he like throws whatever is in his cup to the audience, I'm like, okay, we are grown. Like we may be at the alchemist. Like, I don't know what what y'all are thinking, what he's thinking specifically, but I'm like, why are you getting whatever is in your cup onto my clothes, onto like, my face, onto my skin, basically? Like I don't know, it seems very disrespectful that you just throw stuff at the audience. I don't know, I I mean like, I, I would not be there for that, let me say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when that when he did that, then I was like, guy, maybe I'm actually hanging with people who are too young. Mm, you know, mm. that's when I was like, but then I was like, man, I also like bars. So what are we saying here? That there's only uh, old people or like old people events and then there's young people events where now you can be tossed at water or alcohol or whatever is in his cup. And I'm like, what? Is it that he's drunk? Not even to excuse that action, but what? I don't Why is it hype. a thing? Yeah, wh- is that a thing? I don't know. This is the first time that happened. Yeah. So I was mm. like, it took me a while because I was like, damn, this is the ghetto. Mm. Then I was like, maybe it's because we are the alchemist. I don't know. Anyways. But can you imagine like you are, you live there feeling sticky? I cannot I'm imagine. Like, why are you throwing that on my face? Like you don't even know how my skin reacts. Yeah. Like that is oh my God, yes, by the way. if it enters someone's eyes and then yeah. they drink alcohol, I don't know what's in your car, but mm. whatever it is, even mm. water, who yeah. wants to get thrown at? Yeah, no. Miscellaneous I, I, I am with you. Well, you're enjoying music. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all up for these, these guys. But now, if you start behaving like that, I'm like... I don't know you and mm. I don't even care for you. So, mm. anyway, that's one thing I missed out uh, and I needed it on the record. No, it's good. To so our or whatever the thing is. to him and also listen to us, maybe just tell your homie, like, we're grown. Or maybe if you don't have an issue with it, I'd like to know your reasons why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, you're, if you missed out yeah, on being a, Yeah. Know, tell because us. Because it wasn't even a particularly hot night. Yeah. I still, like, yeah, I'd like know. to know if you're okay with it, why? Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah, basically. So, um, Chico, where's mm-hmm. the book coming from today? Okay, so I'm reading from um, the book Thick and Other Essays by Tracy Macmillan Cotton. I really enjoyed this book of essays, especially the first essay on beauty. And because this week we were discussing beauty, I thought, um, not on the podcast, but in real life, uh, so I, I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna have this quote. So it says, "Beauty is not good capital; it compounds the 
oppression of gender. It constrains those who identify as women against their will. It costs money and demands money. It colonizes. It hurts. It is painful. It can never be fully satisfied. It is not useful for human flourishing. Beauty is like all capital, merely valuable. Yeah. Indeed. So, yeah. I, I'm, I, you know, there are things I think about, like, uh, often that I never con come to a conclusion. And one of them is beauty and the second is desire. Mm -hmm. So, once I, I can't wait to get conclus conclusive thoughts on them. Mm -hmm. But right now, they really consume my thoughts. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, as we were having this conversation and that. And also you saying that you've dis de -invest disinvested mm -hmm. from beauty mm. as a co like as a standard mm. or something. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, what does that look like in your daily life or even philosophically? What does that mean? Like you know, it's difficult mm -hmm. to to say that you've disinvested, especially from as thing. a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the yeah. thing. You know, I I would sit here and say, you know, there is this essay that says uh, that's called beauty titled Beauty is Broken. If, if you're subscribed to my newsletter, I linked it on, I think, the second newsletter where I discussed beauty. Uh, so it, it says that beauty, whoever decides what beauty is, is men. Mm. So I'm beautiful because men think mm -hmm. that what I look like is beautiful, not yeah. because of any other this thing, you know. So um, I think what I think about what how it has uh, manifested in my life is first of all i don't give much much credence to people telling me i'm beautiful mm. you know what i'm saying because there's that thing for oh my god you think i'm beautiful you know oh i feel so oh, complimented and all that shit like i i'm not mm -hmm. it doesn't give me that certain thing that it used to give me when i was younger for mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. um and then i don't feel pressure to do most of the things that people do because first of all it's not about like i'm like if you're gonna do the things or it's your thing if you do like the makeup and you you're with the trends with fashion you know what do the thing for me i know that's not my thing the days i used to do it was because i was influenced to do it mm. you know what i mean yeah. so <laughs> now i'm like eh, I, as in I don't really, it I can doesn't even bother imagine me. imagine something like, okay, so also realizing your situation, yes, you're married, and now I look at dating culture, and if you're trying to meet people who, maybe if same sex or opposite sex, whichever you're looking for, and it's kind of like, that is a prerequisite for also finding that, hmm, Without using happy ending, happily ever after. Let's mm. say that. I mean, what what does happily ever after look look like? Do you know what I'm saying? Because it, I feel like happily ever after, in most cases, ends after the wedding day. Because <laughs> no, no, let's keep it real. The happily ever after is the wedding. They will it is not the marriage. Instagram that they are fighting. Yeah, at. <laughs> it is the wedding. It yeah. is not the marriage. No one talks about marriage. Happily ever after is the wedding. It is not the marriage. So right. I'm like, what happily ever after people talking about the happily here? happily ever after is when married people go online and shame single people uh, and be like, has the time? we are <laughs> married gang. Let me, just, let me just go on record right now and say marriage is not an achievement. Let me just say it. It is not an achievement. Yes, marriage has social capital in Kenya because sometimes when someone is disturbing me and then I'll say my husband, they leave me alone. So that's those are the two benefits, you know. I but technically, my husband is six foot, so what are we gonna do? <laughs> 
as in I'm like, I'm like it's not an achievement and anyone who thinks so you can come let's discuss I'm open to discussing this thing anyone who thinks that marriage is an achievement please let's come and discuss because I don't think it is mm. yeah now and I'm not you know there are many things I could say but let's let's discuss today's topic yeah and yeah. I can already see how this could become another topic mm-hmm. when you figure out your thoughts or even in the process of figuring out where you stand we can still have the conversation around beauty and what disinvesting from it means how it holds us back or how you could take advantage of it mm-hmm. you know actually we had that conversation of how uh, there's the flip side of how women especially because it usually works against us how we can you know take advantage of it because mm. you know it's kind of easy to do you know yeah yeah well uh, and also now that we are still talking about beauty there's which i also put in my second newsletter there's a video that kimberly foster who on youtube is for harriet uh talks about beauty and the title of the video is beauty is a bad investment and there's something she said that i even clipped because i'm like that's basically what beauty is to women and she was like we must imagine lives outside of the male gaze Mm. as women yeah or as as people who identify as women mm-hmm. we must imagine lives outside of the male gaze yeah. that's all i'm leaving you with as right. we talk about yeah. uh conflict and and in relationships and yeah uh, yeah she has has said so the topic today is healthy conflict resolution mm-hmm. yeah so conflict resolution already conflict is when people don't agree okay mm-hmm. not agree maybe there is it's a bit more passionate than not agreeing because we disagree often mm-hmm. in ideas on, yeah on opinions and, and all opinions that and yeah, all that. yeah. But now when we say conflict is where we don't it's have a good level. standing mm. like let's say shiko and i are are in a fight mm-hmm. or maybe we've not even acknowledged for each other that it's a fight it's just that I know to make osana mm. there's something mm. that is existing between mm. us that is yeah to make osana mm. we're not really we're, we are not sure where we stand basically. yeah 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 so uh, maybe how we can start is um what are the easy when it comes to you when you look at conflict when it, um in your head what idea comes uh, into your head when you're thinking of resolving conflict even before we go there me let me just say for the record i don't deal well with conflict Mm -hmm. like i'm working on it because i'm always doing internal work but i can admit that i don't deal with conflict well because what i'll do is just i'll I'll draw back and then i'll keep quiet Mm -hmm. that is that is how i cope with conflict like i'm not that person who'll be like let's argue until we find a reason no Mm -hmm. me i'll just keep quiet i'll stay away you know and that's not healthy if we are looking for healthy Yeah. So before I even start talking about managing it, so like how I deal with it. Because the other day um, I was talking about our work situation and um, like when I raise something at work or even in personal relationships, like I've told you, I didn't like when you did this and this. Mm. So many people use that as a, a sign that they should draw back mm. and that you want to give up on that relationship. Mm. But basically for me, 
when I raise something with you, it means that I actually want us to fix it so mm. that we move on to the next yes. level. No, and that is, I feel like that's the way yeah. that we should be doing things. But I feel like, you know, it's like we we treat conflict as this thing that means that this thing is over. Yeah. Or that this thing is not worth it. We, we want things to be smooth or we want to sweep things under the yeah. rug. It's not. It's not. I, let me tell you, people like to fake it. They want to fake this happiness 24 7 they want to fake how smooth you know people always say oh we never argue we are such good friends that's not a good yeah 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 we've never fought fought. that's not a good thing let's just call because there are things you're sweeping under the feet under the rug or whatever there are things you're refusing to accept you're not having honest communication like there's no way you can you two people who have been brought up differently have different sets of values they live their lives there's no way you're not gonna have conflict there's no way you're going to agree on everything you know what i mean so i'm like eh, yeah let's so that's why i think for me it's very important that i deal with my conflicts better but even then know which disagreements to have and which ones not to have you know because sometimes i'm like "Eh, sometimes it's not important to to To, talk about everything exactly some things let's just you know let's just be like you know what i've heard what you've said and okay okay yeah or you kubali like this is where you reached and mm. we don't need to fix we've just reached the end yeah, it, the end of this, yes. this particular journey this uh-huh. relationship mm-hmm. it's, just, it's okay i know people usually hate to say we disagree agree to disagree, disagree yeah anything, yeah but sometimes i'm just like it's not worth it to carry on buying this energy or investing this energy mm. in a relationship where you figure out you know what it wasn't really that deep for me mm. so i'm like so i got what you said but i'm not really gonna insist on me sharing now what i think because mm. i'm like basically if i'm sharing what i think with you mm. it means i'm trying to give this relationship some type of fighting chance mm. and if i'm not i think it's also cool to allow that conflict to kind of bury the relationship mm. basically mm. yeah so now that you've said that um you're someone who doesn't deal well with conflict so could you explain what that means? Like, how does it, when conflict arises, um, how does it usually play out for you? Okay. Of course, it's dependent on who mm-hmm. I'm having the and conflict now I'm with. So now, <laughs> compare, like, is it a close person? Yeah. Okay, if it's someone in your family, say mm-hmm. it's like uh, someone you don't have blood relation with, but you have a platonic relationship and you're really close. Maybe someone who you're, you know, just, you know, they exist for a particular function and not really... You're there, you know, your BF. Your like, if it's friend. my famo, if it depends even within my family, mm-hmm. you know, like, because I know sometimes I'm like, if my parents are so set in their ways, I'm like, I'm not gonna argue with them, even though I'm right. I'm just gonna be like, okay, Sawa, that's what you, what that's what you, that's what you've said. Okay, fine. <laughs> but let's say if I'm being told to do something or to do a, do things a certain way, I'm like, I'm still not gonna do it. Yeah. I've heard what you've said, but I'm not going to do what mm-hmm. it is you've said. You know what I mean? So, and then there are those people where I'm like, you know what? This person is bad for my mental state. Mm. So then I'll be, I'll divest from that relationship. I'll be like, if it's someone who I still have to have in my life, I'll minimize my interactions with them completely. And, and that's, that's something. Yeah. uh, Yeah. 
and that's something when you say someone has to be in your life like is this like a professional relationship is or it like it, a, or familial like a friend okay but yeah okay. it can be familial you know familial you can't at divest this i mean i was at arashio you know you meet these people everywhere so I you know. can't really divest but from you know them people who do that clean break and they're like you know what like i imagine also for maybe queer people especially yeah. who've had to look for family outside their mm. biological mm. family to mm. them a lot of them have to like say it's been real mm. it's a wrap and i'm not gonna be in this situation again mm. basically yeah. yeah no well for me it's familial mostly like flattering if i've if i've divested i've divested by the way i feel nothing mm. like we can meet on the street I'll, but there are some familial <laughs> relationships that i can't fully divest yeah. from so those ones but i'll minimize my interactions with them like i will not have like i'll not talk to them as it's those mm. ones of greetings i'm out yeah. You know what I mean? So there are those that when conflict happens, that's what I'll do. And then there are those where I'm um, like, the relationship changes. Mm. So I won't necessarily have a conversation and be like, oh, I disagreed with what you said, blah, blah. Then I'll just kind of intuit what it means from this conflict that our friendship is not going to be the same. Mm. So I kind of like just change it where we talk yes but it's not the same like how it used to be or you know that that kind of thing so yeah but i'm trying to be better where i i kind of you know talk to people and be like by the way this this and this happened you know then this this and this happened and then so this means that their friendship will change yeah you know when did you last do that recently by the way very recently yeah. where it was actually an email and then i was it was an email conversation then i was like you know this happened and this happened and yeah and so we are friends mm. it's not the same kind of friendship yeah. but we are still in each other's lives and we consider each other friends but yeah. it has it has changed that yeah makes sense. yeah you know when you mentioned that there are these familial relationships where you can really die um like disinvesting mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or divest which yeah. is what you want um it just made me think like you see still with family there's this obligation that you need to be there yeah and it's like you don't choose it mm. but it's like vile you've been brought up you mm. can just say i'm done with this mm. Like, I can imagine, like, for my folks and stuff like that. Like, I can't say, Ati, it's a rap. Like, mm. you guys don't support me. Like, yeah. deuces, you know? Yeah. It's, I feel like it's also very different, like, with a sibling and also to a level. Mm. So, like, let's say for one of my siblings I have not talked for a long time. Mm. After maybe even um, raising the issue of conflict. Like, mm. saying, these are the things that when you say it's problematic mm. so after that you just know anytime you communicate thereafter is if we have to mm. you know mm. there's siblings who exist like that mm. and i'm like i mean if i look at my siblings right now there are some who if we don't need to talk we won't be talking mm. so don't message me hey <laughs> like what do I do with it? <laughs> but now if like the sibling before me like Uki's mom says, Hey, I'm like, what's up? Like how is Uki? You know, I, I wouldn't mind being you know, being chatty yeah. or being conversational yeah. or meeting her halfway. Yeah. But this one I'll just be like, Okay, what trouble are you trying to, to like bring, bring? So I'm I'll, I'll wait for you. Then and that's the conversation just 
and that's the thing let me tell you the ones you can't divest from i think the most important for me personally is my peace of mind i'm like is this person Mm. just coming to to mess up with my peace if so by the way don't come and talk to me me i'm like leave leave me alone like yeah. seriously, let's talk when it's absolutely necessary. And even then, is there someone else you can tell this story? Then they come and tell me. Like it doesn't have to be directly. <laughs> by the way, like I'll still come to your things and yeah. whatever. Say hi and like we don't need to pretend or small talk. <laughs> me first of all, small talk for family. By the way, small talk for friendship is even better. Small talk for family is painful for <laughs> me. It's no. painful for me because it results to your job. As Think in, about it, your job, religion, your word, religion, religion. religion. Me, Ooh. first of all, if you're going to talk to me about religion, stay out of my space. Like, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so no. No, yeah. No, I, I, totally. How is work going? <laughs> Bro, how about ask me sometimes, are you happy? Like, why? Oh, you know, oh God, so oh, God, now that you've said that. So, yeah, this has nothing to do with conflict. But now, yesterday, because mm. I was at Aurora show and I was solo. So it was those hands of oh me too, pabuana wapi. I'm like oh Jesus God. Christ. This is why I don't talk to you people. This is why I do not talk to you people. You can't be so different people. Like, oh God. That seems like a lot. I don't mean, know if I have that built in. And mind. that's what I'm saying. Like for some people, conflict resolution, you know what it means? Space. That's what it means. It doesn't have to be a conversation. I really would not go back. No, but now it'll have to because the person whose event it is for, I like them. I like them a lot. Mm. So I'll have to go because of that, not because of everyone else. Okay, that sucks. Because yeah. you just know, so this thing comes with this other stuff. Yes. That you have to and that's what I'm saying. For families, just so different. It's not yeah. like friendship where, you know, first of all, there are friends I made. Let's say, like, there are friends I made out of, uh, like, Twitter or whatever. The good thing about when you when you end those relationships is like you rarely meet them mm. because the common place that you met was social media. Yeah. But in real life... conscious decisions, like let's say if it tra- uh, transformed to outside Twitter, it's mm. like you consciously plan to meet. Yes. Yeah. So we never we never meet in real life because our circles are so different. Mm. Mm. So it's very easy to like... And I'm against this whole cancelling people thing because I'm like, let's have conversations. Let's just not be quick to, oh my God, you said this, cancelled. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But sometimes there are things people do that they deserve to be cancelled, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, you tell me, how do you manage your, your, your conflicts? Well, yeah, as I said, the way, you know, also for family is different. For work relationships, it's different. Uh, and even for intentional, you know, personal relationships, it's different, whether it's platonic or romantic. So I think my baseline is if I want us to continue, I will let us address the issue. Mm. But if it's like in a professional space, we will just uh, we will just ignore the issue mm. because I'm just like, well, we are not really invested in our like our personal connection. I don't have to really connect with your opinions, your values and all that stuff. So mm. I'm just like, we better fix it so that tomorrow we can continue being able to work with each other. Mm. So probably I won't get into it because you know, also some people don't like getting into it. Mm. Or you don't want to invest all that energy in getting into it to solve it so that you're just workmates, relax. You know, mm-hmm. if you have that basic 
uh, value system where like if it comes to the job everyone must bring this 100% or mm. something mm. or you know sometimes there's a concern at work and you know it's it's about who's the first person to say hey are we going for that meeting you know something random mm. so that we can show oh yeah we're still talking to each other or something because mm. these things happen mm. um i would say like for friendships you know it goes it ebbs and it flows mm. so Definitely, I'm the person to be like, yeah, what happened Jana or this thing kind of rubbed me. The, like, you know, I will raise it mm. usually. Mm. But sometimes, you know, you're tired and then you're like, maybe it now changes to this thing will transform the way you relate with this person. Mm. And maybe you fika a, like a middle ground, but it's tra- like what resulted or the solution to that mm. was now your friendship is on this other level mm. without really having to be like, oh, me and Shiko need to sort this out so that we can go back where we are. Mm. Sometimes these things now take us to, well, now we relate in this other way. Exactly. Rather than, yes, we're still friends, but now it's kind of people are learning. Mm. It's like machine learning. Now I'll respond to the stimuli, mm. but now you behave like this and I'll be like, actually, I wouldn't be exposing you to situations where let's say let's say you um do something about um money mm, you know mm. then i'll be like oh when it comes to money maybe i won't really exactly. you know exactly we to agree completely yes and i'll be like let me not hold it against you because mm. also you know people fuck shit up mm-hmm. but i'm like yeah we don't really need to get into it and break it down because i'm like what is the objective mm. of that? So I think even for us, we need to be cognizant when we're trying to resolve conflict. What exactly are we trying to do? Are we trying to man up? I want to show you that you hurt me. Exactly. So that exactly. You when you leave fuck up. Yes. Because I think sometimes people know mm-hmm. they fucked up. And sometimes, by the way, it could be you who read a situation wrong. Yes. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes I feel like conflict arises because you expected someone to be a certain way mm. and maybe that's not the kind of way they wanted yeah. to be to you. Exactly. And and now to go back to what you were saying before, I feel the other thing, when you say that you, you are the one who brings things up, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested and mm. very curious right now about how people communicate because i've realized like one of the biggest problems in our relationships yeah. generally is that we don't know how to communicate communicate is not about talking mm-hmm. it's not about me one day coming what to you and telling you things that are happening in my yes. life yeah. it's also about knowing that you are the person who is interested in hearing mm-hmm about certain things in my life number one and then it's two why am i telling you this thing Mm. am i telling you because i want to genuinely share with you or it's because this is what i believe a friendship should be you know what i'm saying Yeah. yeah so then we'll have conflict because I'll feel like you weren't there for me or this thing you said, you know. But I'm like, maybe I projected you to be this person Mm. and that's not who you are. Because sometimes I'm like, okay, so fine, there are people who are just terrible Mm. and a conflict will arise. But then at some point, I'm like, you need to sit back and be like, was there something I did wrong or was there something I projected onto this person? You know, I'm not saying that's always the case, but sometimes I'm like, we need to look a bit inward and be like, by the way, you know, maybe be, I should I should not have told Wanzia that mm. blah blah blah. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, because yeah. you can't also expect that 
they will behave the way you behave. Exactly. Because a lot of times I feel like, you know this thing, Ati, do unto others that you want them to do unto you. Oh God, please. Mm-hmm. People are diverse. People behave the different ways. Mm. So it's up to us. So this whole process, I feel like, to be honest, conflict is how we learn more about each other because these are the moments where we are pushed to reimagine how people exist to us. Mm. Because, you know, with conflict, that that's, makes us, it kind of holds us back. Mm-hmm. It pauses our assumptions or our beliefs or what has been happening to be like, oh, well, this is the new this is the new situation. How do we respond to this? Mm. Is it that it means that the friendship is over or it just means that you need to tweak some things so you're like, we can continue being friends, but then I know not to do these things with you or to know how to maybe um, not manage you, but also to respond to, you know, or just knowing how to be friends with Or her. manage the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, for sure, me, I believe, I'm, I'm becoming a big believer in, like, first of all, not overestimating how relationships work because sometimes it's just in your head. Mm-hmm. You haven't even verbalized these mm-hmm. things. It's just in your head that, oh my God, one's year nice, friendship is this way, blah, 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 blah. And then when something happens, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. So it becomes a conflict thing, right? Mm-hmm. But really, I'm like, eh. Yeah. To be honest, I, I, I relate to that because, you know, as someone who sits in their head a lot, I'm like, I will look at a small thing and then build a mountain out of it. Mm-hmm. And then same. I have been conscious of it. So this time I was like, so this person did something to me. Then I was like, should I catch feelings? Mm. Then they're like, no, don't catch feelings because it literally, this is, this is, this is not something I did intentionally. Mm-hmm. This is like circumstances, you know, mm-hmm. the way things happen and then now this is the result mm. and I'm like, I need to place it on someone. Mm. And at that point, cause I know also sometimes I can build things. Mm. Also, you know, you don't come, come right uh, with this information with anyone who could take advantage of you, you know? So it's like, should I, should I, you know, cash feeling, should I get mad at this? Like, is there, would you be able to reassure someone that, um, this is not something that is a problem. It should not be something you should take like personally because it's maybe just something that occurred based on your environment or circumstances. And then it's like so easily to deflate that. That's when you know that you weren't really invested in it. It was more also about your ego mm-hmm. in carrying this thing that you made a mistake and now you hurt me. Mm. And this is the proof that maybe you don't really relationship well or you don't really know how to be uh, part of this, you know, this relationship, whatever it is. So I feel like also the ego, it brings in a lot of things when it comes to conflict because we like to say, you know, remember this time you did this Mm. and, you know, you're not good at this. You're, you know, this whole thing of repeating and, um, refreshing in someone's mind that you did this wrong. Mm. Um, I feel like it happens a lot in many relationships because it kind of puts us on a pedestal. That thing of being defensive. Yeah. You know that defensiveness? I feel like we need to sit back and be like, why are you being so defensive? You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
I feel like as you said it's about it's an ego thing where you don't think you're wrong. But I'm like sometimes mm. you know you kind of a participant in that conflict. Yeah. I mean, you want to be a participant. It's not wrong or right. It's like Yeah, true. Things even that are not really you know without having to you know go d- make a deep dive in what is right and wrong mm. and who really creates the standard and everything mm-hmm. it's more like um a situation has happened do you want to fix it do you not regardless of the fact that who fucked up and who who did that's right the who thing. met you in the middle that's who the thing three quarter away and maybe someone met you quarter away and mm. that's the conflict that's you know? the thing so it's up so we have to be very in tune with mostly also what we want Mm -hmm. what um also how it makes us feel you know sometimes also i feel like we create feelings for ourselves Mm. like this thing for building things into huge yes huge mountains and everything so i don't know we if especially if it's a friendship Mm. i feel like um, more often than not these days i'm willing to give a benefit of the doubt where I will give us space to heal, mm. you know, and maybe just find our way back. Mm. But also realizing that if I want this um, friendship to continue, this relationship to continue, um, yes, this happened. But sometimes I feel like we hold uh, things because of our ego and it just makes us feel more superior. And at the end of the day, I'm like... This is a, this someone you like, mm. you enjoy their company, mm. and now Uki decide to ishe because now you're feeling like see me you you fucked it up. Me I didn't. Mm. So at the end of the day, you'll be like a friend. So who is suffering? But now, now let me ask you. Now that you've said that, I'm like I have a question. Mm. If let's say you've decided that this friendship, now you've you've experienced this conflict, and then you're like. I don't think I want to continue with this friendship. Do you think there's value in having that conversation on why? Or do you just feel in, you know what? Like cutting it off, like just being like, by the way, I don't think we can be friends. Like, do you think there's that value in be- having the conversation of, oh, this is what happened and this is why I don't think we can be friends? You know what mm. I mean? I saw this thing for, uh, it's good when you go Tiana. Mm. Like both of you go see each other. Mm. But I feel like, you know, I can read your energy mm. also. Mm. Even it could be as simple as when we communicate on Telegram. I can probably tell when you're maybe swamped or when you don't really want to get into it. You know, there's these feelers for mm. I send maybe a funny thing. Maybe someone doesn't respond. Mm. I wouldn't say that you know the friendship is ended. Mm. But I can tell maybe our energy levels, mm. where you are. Mm. So... I feel this thing for it doesn't always have to be a formal conversation that me and Shiko are now discussing whether we'll continue being friends mm. because some people also don't respond well to that. Mm. Also, sometimes friendships need space. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, if we don't find each other, regardless of who is doing the finding, mm. because maybe it. Um, I have that desire of looking for you. Mm. See, I will text you. But maybe if you don't, let's say you don't match that energy. Mm. And in addition, you don't really give a, maybe we can do this when I'm feeling a bit, you know, uh, more positive about life or something. Mm. Then I know that maybe I will give you space to be the one. Mm. So it's like you give each other chances to meet each other somewhere mm. it doesn't have to be in the middle it could be just quarter away yeah but sometimes i feel like we give each other hints that hey i'm still around i mean we may not be doing the things that we usually do yeah but i'm still here mm-hmm. and that's why like 
you know, the way when you usually say friendships evolve. Yeah. That's something I've really been thinking about because I can say like two years ago when I look at friends that like close friends, our friendships have definitely evolved. It would be easy for me to say that, oh, now that we don't do this, this, and this with Shiko, now we're not friends. Mm. It would be very easy for me to mm. say that. But, you know, people change. Mm. Uh, people evolve. Their likes maybe even change. You know, people... But are they still meeting you somewhere to be like, to give you the hint that um, our friendship is still going? Mm. I'm invested in it. Mm. We may not be doing these other things like that, but... Mm. You know, we're still in it. Mm. And then um, this other thing for people are different. I will read maybe from, let's say, Shiko K. She's a different type of a, a person. Mm. I'll be like, maybe I'm more confrontational with her than maybe with Dot. Or I'm more confrontational with Dot than with her. You know, it depends. Because mm. I'll be like, how does this person respond to direct conversations? Mm. You know? Mm. And I feel like you can't go off the bat knowing how people respond. No. So it's practice. But the point is, do you still want the friendship to continue mm. or do you not? That's the basis. And then from there, you're committed to learning how best to be someone's, uh, a part of someone's life, basically. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um. So, so now, and I think that segues even to this aspect of forgiveness. Now, you've gone through the conflict and there has to be that type of forgiveness i think both ways yeah because let's say something happens between us maybe you the one who did the wrong thing at the beginning then i responded badly then everyone now is just being cold with each other there has to be a process of forgiveness mm. where I'm not going to be like... Bringing it up. Do- yeah, I'll be like, <laughs> Sherry, don't remember that time you were so cold, like you didn't even respond to my... Like, you know, you did something yeah. that now it becomes the, the butt of every line, every, mm. every time. Mm. So I'm like, um, I read this tweet <laughs> from Lib Gyal. I don't even follow her, but now Twitter is doing a weird thing that if your followers... If the people you follow, follow people, now you see their mm, tweets. But I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. She's Uko in uh, State Street mm. and everything. So if you, if you can take a nigga back after he made you pay for your own abortion, surely mm. you can take back your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so then she's like, full stop, be fair. Mm. Stop. No, for sure. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I've said, no, I've said this before in an episode where I'm like, we are very forgiving of our romantic partners, but yeah. we are not forgiving of our friends. I've oh said this God. before. And also me, I've done it. Specifically okay. one friendship. Like, I'll, until the day I die, I will obsess about this friendship because I feel like we should have been better to each other. Mm. You know, I feel like we just, you know, Wachanisha did with no effort. Yeah. Yeah. And if it was a romantic, let's say, relationship, yeah. ah, we would have worked out that thing. Because even the thing you're talking about, forgiveness, there's forgive. a lot of forgiving that happens in romantic relationships. There's a lot of conflict that happens. Yeah. Yet, you kind of somehow, I'm not saying it's a healthy conflict resolution <laughs> all the time. It's very but gazy. Yeah. But it's there's... Relationship gazy. Yeah. Quite. Especially it's let's say if you're not a dude you're with. No, but it's mostly hate. Hate relationship. Yeah. Let's keep it real. Oh, let's no, let's no, not no. pretend. Let's not pretend. Because women, we give men a lot of leeway. Let's yes. ju- we give them a lot of leeway to be assholes, and then we just we re- we, we, we yeah we accept a lot of. And nonsense. then you're like you look back at your friendships, other women who you you 
like it didn't take much for you to end that relationship and then you'll like, do that patriarchal lies of women friendships are that way i said there's no one who bores me than yeah. women who say that shit like you don't even know how to friendship that's why you say that nonsense yeah that is look at yourself look true. at yourself yeah mm. I, I don't know i feel like i've i think to be honest now to be vulnerable exactly like I'm very cognizant of that thing in me. Mm. And then I wonder, um, is it for something else? Because, you know, also when you look at your relationships with dudes and your friendships, they're not as substantial. Mm -hmm. Like, I will now say for myself, it's not as substantial as uh, my platonic relationships. So is that, like, uh, in defense of uh, maybe sometimes you keep some people around is because also they don't know really much about you so maybe the betrayal is not as you know as intense as it feels so it's like this i do i mean you're just like yeah men are trash and maybe or you're just like they're problematic so like this is what i expect of you you know no, but you know first of all me i'm like people like saying all those things oh men are trash oh senior problematic and then you're the one who's still giving them air time i'm like walk your toxic walk your talk I mean, I think it can be both ways. You know, yeah, I get it. Yes, yes, I get all that. I get it. But sometimes I'm like, your actions are speaking differently, sis. You're just to call, you're just to call influenced. Like, I'm like, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and like be on men's side, by the way, let's just keep it real. I'm not, but I'm also tired of people saying those things. Then the next thing they'll say is like, your man is in my DMs. Alexis, (laughs) grow up, grow up. This reminds me of that whole thing for when you're fat, then you're like saying, but your boyfriends are still in my, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame that that is what we usually resort to so that we can see who is winning in the Olympics, basically. Because it's like this huge race to for male attention. And then you know about male attention. All I remember is, because I, rem- I remember watch, reading this blog post, Kitambo Kitambo, that one for Shimombaya Nyanyoka. Mm. So I'm just like, I just remind myself this, because I'm like, oh, I was telling someone the other chance, day. Like, do the third chance, like, you'll be, fl- like, as in, and I think it's like built in, built in them. And for us to reverse this whole conditioning, it will take a bloody. Good Let me tell you, minute. that will be in our. In that, our that is the that is the final level of achievement i feel for for a woman like letting go of that attention because you know i was telling someone just the other day like two three weeks ago i was telling someone there's a whole movie about a man who masturbates into an a pie but then you'll come here and tell me oh this man likes me or he's giving me attention i'm like a pie a pie then you think you like i should feel a type of way because this dude has given you attention i mean i'm like sure sis sure <laughs> if that's what sure. you want to believe sure <laughs> if that's the thing but anyway so now to go back into our topic yeah <laughs> we've really wow. gone yeah anyway so me okay so these are my thoughts i feel like sometimes th- we exaggerate conflict because of like there's some uh what is it too called too much ego in the situation yeah or like some childhood trauma or, in, yeah. or something i don't know what it is but like it's sometimes i'm like, like something happens to you and then it becomes this m- mountain that it shouldn't then later you're like why did i make this thing i think so now i'm 
like for me personally i'm trying to find ways to cope with that or to manage it like one of the things i'll do is like i'll take a breather like sometimes i'm like in the like i like we are in the midst of a conf- i don't need to respond i'll be like give me some time mm. you know what i mean and then me i'll vent to people you know that thing where i feel like sometimes you're in conflict and then you feel like you need to deal with it yourself mm. i'm like that's not healthy like let someone else give you a different perspective of the situation so you're in this conflict but then you're like i don't want to talk to people because this is my issue and i don't know that messaging is so rampant in our society where you feel like you need to deal with things by yourself so if you're in this conflict you're two people in this conflict it's like you should even marriages you know that they always tell people that you don't air your laundry in public me let me tell you there's a day I told my mom, by the way, let me tell you, you, your generation carried shame for years. Me, I'm not going to sit here and not tell you things. I'm going to come and tell you things and you need to hold space for me to tell you these things. Mm -hmm. You know? So, because she was like, by the way, you have a point. Then she even, she even started sharing with me. I'm like, exactly. This is the way it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be at me. I'm in this conflict and I can't talk to someone. That's not the way relationships are meant to be. We should be able to hold space for people in our lives to come and share with like our mothers used to offload on us about our fathers. Yeah. So but I, even the offloading is not in us. You know, when you offload, it should be, there's, it should not be, like, I don't say venting, but there's a way that they offload. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. That's where we are, like, sitting and being like, by the way, this is happening. This is what I'm feeling. Because, you know, they'll t- you like, our mothers will tell us, but they won't tell us what they're feeling about it. Yeah. It's like they're just, you know, there's a way you can inform someone. About the situation. Yes, and so then it's sharing. They're not interested in your judgment. They're just telling you to tell you. Do you understand? And I feel like that's what that generation does. They'll be like, oh, you know, your dad did ABCD. Let's move on. You know, so they're not even, it's not even for a response. It's mm. for information. Me, I'm here for sharing where I'm telling you, by the way, one, two, three. And then you, you tell me, yeah, you know, like that. Like yeah. it's a conversation we are having. I'm not just giving you information. Yeah. Me, I'm not here for that. So but I feel like. You can use that as fodder to now respond the way. Like, I feel like sometimes when someone is offloading for you at he, you should listen without you giving your judgment, without giving you your decision, without them, you know, sharing what they think. Mm. And I feel like that's not something that's very common. Because mm. sometimes I feel like we are usually used to um, already sharing like, oh, don't worry, you'll be okay. Mm. And I'm like, sometimes that is not even what someone wants to hear. It's more like how do you delve into someone's sharing so that they can continue, mm. you know, or like depleting that mm. burden or whatever, and you being an effective listener in that situation. Like sometimes I feel like when sometimes I don't want someone to give me the opinion, me, I'll say it in the beginning. I'll mm. be like, I want to tell you something and I don't want your, I don't want a solution. Mm. I just need someone to listen to me. Yeah. Because I really just need to tell someone yeah. this thing. Mm. So, so I feel like, and that's why, again, I go back to co- how we communicate. Yeah. Because you don't, when you start saying something, you know, people listen to respond most of the time. People don't listen at you just, then they keep quiet. Mm-hmm. People are listening because they are ready to respond like this. So I feel like we need to really up our, our yeah. communication where you say straight out, um, I'm telling you this thing, but I don't want yeah. your advice. I don't want your solution. Yeah. Are you ready for that or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's why I'm telling you this thing. Mm, same. I think 
to be honest, I feel like that's a lesson for everyone because sometimes I think we also get carried away that, oh, we are the ones who know and probably our advice will be the one that will, you know, change your life. I've been through it. I and, know. Everything. and sometimes, you know what? I just want to just... Mm. Just know that there's mm. someone else who knows about this mm. thing that has been weighing on my mind for forever. Exactly. Or there's this thing I'm doing right now that I just need to, you know, breathe. Mm. Because it doesn't seem like... Because, you know, sometimes I feel like we build it in ourselves like it's this huge thing. Exactly. And then yeah. It's yeah. building pressure yeah. in us. And we feel also that pressure that maybe we might make the wrong decision. Mm. And, you know, sometimes this idea of making the wrong decision... As an individual, if this is already what I want to do in my head, and then I tell someone that, then now they cha- they try to change my mind around that. I'm like, I don't know, it puts me in such a, a negative funk. Because you know, the thing is, you know what you need to do mm-hmm. and what you want to mm-hmm. do. And more often than not, when I'm coming to you with it, it's more like to... Either re... You know... Uh, Hear yourself yeah, think. Exactly. Yeah. And so that you can, you know, picture it in someone else's yes, mind. You know, yes. that whole thing. Mm. And it's more the process rather than what the conclusion will be at the end of it. Mm. So, I don't know. I feel like even in these situations, it's like a lot of listening and a lot of communication. And we've said this so many times that communication will be a 1.0, 2.0, 5.0 class. Because we'll never quite... There's always something that there is to learn about communication. Mm. In each and every scenario, we'll communicate differently. We'll communicate to different people. And yeah, best, and I really like when you said that, you know, sometimes we want to offload it with someone else to now process that. Mm. And yeah, But even when... And, one. and the other there. thing I want to say is even when you're offloading to someone, it sh- it whoever you decide to... it. Sh- like, there's a way we do our relationships, myself included, that mm-hmm. I feel like also leads to more conflict. Because you'll go and offload to this person who doesn't, like, deserve to hear this story. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you, you because you're like, oh, I want this person to be my friend. Or, like, if I share yeah. with them this thing, yeah. now we'll be closer. Like, mm. that brings more conflict into more your life. Conflict. Like, do you know what I'm saying? people in awkward positions. Yeah. So like, okay, what do you want me to do about this? Mm. And, and I feel like usually we know, but... It, it's that thing we, you said that we want this person to see us in this other exactly. way. Exactly. maybe, but also I feel like also how we present these things to other people is very important because let's say I'm conflicting with you, then maybe I'm speaking to someone else and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, you know, with the realization that you are close with this other mm. person and you're just like, I'm struggling with this person. I don't know, you know, I feel like it's a different way also how we play, we position things mm. so that it's not it's very clear that i'm not actually trying to bring conflict between you and shiko but it's more like you you know how shiko is mm. so how what do you think about this situation how do you think we should go about it do you think uh, maybe ha- i'm approaching it in the wrong way and everything so also i feel like we need to also be very careful mm. when we're sharing with someone else. Is it creating a now a boundary between these two people? Are we... A barrier um, even. You know, a barrier, whatever. Mm. So we need to take consideration of that. You know, also, we... You know, sometimes we think we have many friends like that, but 
when you think it's not that many Mm. bro (laughs) so you don't want to start creating things out of nothing um yeah and this other thing of payback and creating balance and so um you did something wrong to me so now there needs to be created this type of balance and maybe i also need to maybe ice you out so that it evens out and i feel like that's a lot of relationships right now where like you did something wrong to me i must pay back Mm. so that we can be even Mm -hmm. at that at that place that reminds me in (laughs) okay this has nothing to do with conflict (laughs) in in bojack where mr peanut butter start started having the affair with diana when they Mm. were divorced and he Mm. was with pickles then now he told pickles that now to make them even she also needs to sleep with that I mean, I've seen this tweet even so many times even on Twitter. There's so many versions of that where people are like, if one person cheats, then um, I must cheat back so that we are even. And I'm just like, there's a problem there. Already, of course, the first person cheating has already created a different dynamic in the relationship. And it it should be more of, are you trying to fix it or are you trying to increase the trouble in the relationship mm. basically because by the time you want to seek balance so <laughs> are you trying to say even now this person has imbalanced everything and now the only thing is to create more strife mm. to create that balance mm. and i don't know it's it's something that puzzles me of course it's something that we think about in our heads that or i guess so if i if i let's say if I cheat in a relationship, maybe someone else cheated on me. If I cheat now, you'll cheat me the same. But I usually see even a lot of shows when the other person cheats, it's like it takes it to another level where now you become so separated from this person you had, a, you know, a commitment with that it's just... Because now it's revenge. Mm. And I feel like it's, you know... But you know what that is? That's, that's when you've inserted capitalism into your relationship because now it's about winning. Mm. Who has won? You know what I mean? Like yeah. who has won up to the other person? Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Let's do better people. But it's, it's very, to be honest, it's very common. Mm. And, and sad. Yeah. I feel like at that point you need to decide, are, are we continuing with yeah. this? Are we not? You mustn't. What mean yeah. if we continued with yeah. this? Or it could be happily that. Change the rules. So now this has happened, it can't continue, you know, Mm -hmm. and, or if this has happened, so I also want to know why, why did you do this so that I can also establish that, okay, then for me, if that's the reason you did it, then maybe there's room for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I feel like uh, in conflict, there needs to be that room for forgiveness where you're giving each other time to now kind of reestablish the position or not even position or the relationship or you're giving each other time to heal uh, because sometimes of course in conflict people become cold so how do you heal from that are you trying more than usual to connect with this other person mm. so maybe me and you kosana in deck but we still are like yeah we're still gonna be friends afterwards mm. so we'll need to to heal mm. so i feel like in those moments we need to be softer with each other we need to maybe even reach out a bit more to do you know to do the extra effort so that we can kind of mend what was destructive mm. yeah especially if we want to go back to something but if we're moving on to a new thing mm. yeah then 
that is more of responding to the new type of energy basically yeah and i feel like these things are so common in friendships these days when i was a kid these were not like what i was gonna try to remember my friends why did i like them what did we used to do like how did we become friends i just remember i used to love sleepovers because friends would come over to my place mm. and everything. No, but, but you know, this process. is the thing. Like, how did you learn how to resolve your issues yeah. with people? Like, you know, we are we are not taught. So you kind of, most of the time you are told, oh, so who told you what? You know mm. what I'm saying? Just let it go. That, and that's where we get, we move with this thing until adulthood. Where when you have a conflict, you just let it go. And then yeah. you add religious self-righteousness inside that equation. There's nothing we are doing. We're just being fake, you know. Me, I just want to give my final word. Yes, I uh, think it's time. Yeah, we on this. So a couple of things. Me uh, that I believe in. I believe in venting, not venting, but but like talking to other people to give you another perspective, and then just taking a breather before jumping into that conversation. You know, and also thinking about how you are a participant in that conflict like just look at yourself and be like is there anything i could have done different is there like what what how did i nini in this thing like what part did i play in this conflict it's important to have that reflection inwards to see you know yeah yeah basically yeah um Mm -hmm. i think i the part that is most important for me is conflict exists in all relationships and it's important i what she could have said about um, what part you played. So I'm very big on this idea of uh, introspection. I may not be the, like, I think it's me growing the fact that I can pause because usually I'm that person for immediately something happens, I spark. But now I think this evolution is, or growth is me now, you know, taking those emotions and because I still need an outlet. So I still maybe I go take a walk or I, you know, go play squash or I go do something that that energy can be expended so that I can later on have a clear mind. Mm. Because I definitely, I'm definitely someone who immediately sparks and I'm like, I need to deal with it then. So, but of late, I will. We are growing. Growth. We are growing. <laughs> I didn't expect it, but you know, this thing. No, that's what inner work yeah. is about. So it's like you pause and then, you know, you breathe. Mm. And then later on you can decide, do you want to address it? Or it's, you know, isha isha. Mm. Because it's something so, you know, it's not something substantial. It's but trivial. For you, you're, maybe it, it triggers something that mm. happened in the past. Mm. Which, you know, 100% uh, valid. And we just need to be cognizant of also how we are responding to these things. And Mm. before we ruin things or make it worse and just giving it time to understand what, what the situation is, go Mm. back inside yourself, um, you know, resolve it inside you also, um, so that you can also have the words to, to solve it with this other person. Yeah. Be patient. Mm. I feel like conflict exists Mm. all the time. Mm. And the number one question is, do you want to move forward or do you want to end it? Because all, both of these things are fair enough. Mm. Don't feel like, Oh, because you chose to end something that now, um, it's a wrong thing that you did. Yeah. You may feel trash about it, but it's, it's your place also to say that it's enough. Mm. Yeah. But also being, like aware that why you're behaving the way you do or the decisions you make uh yeah basically does it to be fair 
Mm-hmm. So what are you listening to? So uh, before this uh, podcast recording, I was listening to. What was I listening to? <laughs> I was listening to D'Angelo. What album oh, was that? Which one? How does it feel? What Classic. song that has that? Voodoo. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to the Voodoo album. I don't know if later I've been feeling like I want to listen to old school music. Maybe I'm in that I'm in that period in my mind where I'm like I want maybe to remember good memories and good things. So I've been looking back at you know those things that make me happy and I was just maybe I'm reminiscing of when things were simpler. Let me tell you. <laughs> Do you know what I've been listening to? This is so yeah. surprising because I've been listening to Voyage to India. By oh India, it's such album. a good album. Oh my, god. oh my god! Oh my god! Listen to Stacey Barthy also. Yeah, yes. Also, that is content. Yes, but and I'm I... listening to India Voyage to India. Uh, like and it was so weird. Someone just uh, someone I follow on Black Twitter wrote that oh people like he, he was listening to Voyage to India and then he was like listen to all these classic songs that were out Amazing. of that album. Let oh. me tell you, and you know it's a double album. Yeah, it is excellent. A it's good body of work. Album. Honestly, it's like a playlist of mine. Oh, yes. That is, she I gave us the things. So she much. gave us the things. Yeah. I I mean I hear she's not a good person, but she gave us the things with Voyage to India. Really? Yeah. Oh, according to Black Twitter, <laughs> she's not. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I found a lot yeah, of music yeah, people. Remember, like, those days for <laughs> India, Regal, Scott. See, even like, D'Angelo. That's yeah, like yeah, you yeah, said D'Angelo. Something. Like, it's the whole ah, new soul movement. Yeah. yeah. Those days. But that was. New soul. I remember there was a uh, there's a video of when Issa Issa Rae is on Genius mm-hmm. uh, talking about the the lyrics where she's been mentioned. Mm-hmm. So there's a lyric where she's been mentioned in an R and B song. It's uh, I'm 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 forgetting right now. So she was saying she misses that R and B where people were talking about love mm-hmm. and it's not about this bitch this hoe and yeah. I have all this money and all that, which is what R and B has devolved. And let me say like mainstream R and B because yes. there are still people who are who doing are yeah about love and all that stuff. So. Oh, it was begging. just yeah, yeah for begging. the begging, no, you know, yeah, yeah, the and all that yeah. good times. Ooh. Anyway, yeah, yeah keep indeed. listening to music. Music is that thing. Yeah, exactly. Anything um, else? No, that's it for me. Alrighty, thanks, guys. Yeah, bye. Bye. This podcast episode is recorded with the assistance of Ed, a filmmaker whose work you can explore on yb.co.ke. Listen to us on Google Podcasts, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts.